Hey, what's going on? Suicide Logs, episode 107. I remember this time. I, I've been remembering for the past, what, three episodes now? Episode 107, like I said earlier, and uh, I think it's a record, man. I think this is three guests in a row, three days in a row, back to back to back. Um, but let's let's do this one, and then I'm uh, I guess the plan is maybe tomorrow or the day after we're gonna do a little bit of reflecting because uh, I've been thinking about these conversations that I've had with with random people and stuff and. Uh, I've been learning things, I've been learning a lot of stuff, but today we have the man from Florida. His name is Romeo, let's, Romeo Tomasovic. He is from Florida. He's 20. He's 20 years old, so that's probably the youngest person I've ever had on the podcast. We went from having a 41-year-old to a 22-year-old to now a 20-year-old. First guest was from Texas, last person was from Serbia, Germany, and now we have the Florida man, which is funny because yesterday me and Sarah, Sarah, I'm sorry dude, I don't want to make fun of her name, but it's just, it's funny when I say Sarah, it's just like I I make a shift, it's like I'm talking normal, then out of nowhere, I gotta abruptly just go, Sarah, me and Sarah were talking about um, Florida, and this this guy's gonna answer some questions, so. We're going to call him in, uh, and the name of his podcast is, you know what, let me just call him real quick, and then we'll, 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 we'll have him explain it, you know what I mean? Turn this volume up. It's ringing, it's ringing. Hello, sir. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. You're you're on my, you're on the suicide logs. You're on my, you're on my podcast. Honored to have you on here. Thanks for... Thanks for coming on, and <coughs> sorry, uh, I know that we've been kind of going back and forth. I don't even know when the original day was supposed to be. It was supposed to be tomorrow, and uh, you know, you know how it is—the fucking emails, dude. They just through the fucking everything. So, but we're here, and I'm happy for that. You know. So, how you doing? I'm doing really good. You know, it's actually a pleasure to be on your show. It's actually the first show I've been on, but. Uh... I think it'll be pretty awesome, and I think you're really a pretty cool guy. I saw your podcast on this new slum, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think you're. Uh, I think you got a lot of things going on for you. So thank you for bringing me on. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. So you're from Florida, right? Yes, sir. Oh man, I got, I got, I got questions, dude. I got questions. I've never been to Florida, so what is it like living? I'm from California. I don't know if you know that. <clears throat> but um, what it what is it like living in the place that everyone kind of deems as crazy? <laughs> well, let me tell you, they're not really wrong. 
about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go, it's all, every day it's just old people driving on the road and blistering sunlight. It doesn't change very much. Yeah, I hear there's a lot of old people there. Is there a reason for that? I mean, you know, people just like to retire here. We have a lot of nice property here. And, uh, I mean, people like, the reality of it is, is people like spending money when they have money. So this is just where people come to spend money. Oh, fuck yeah! How how much is how much is a gallon of gas out there? Out here in California, it can reach uh, uh, certain areas. I I'm pretty sure it can reach up to five dollars, but where I'm at, it's like at like four something like that, fourish. Yeah, when uh, before the Biden administration came in, it was around uh, like two thirty to two fifty a gallon. Yeah, and now damn. it's about two ninety to three dollars. Wow. Dude, I can't remember last time we got to three dollars out here. Maybe a couple years ago. That's cool. That's cool. Is it humid there? Like, I imagine it's very humid out there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The mornings are the worst. Mm. Every single morning, it's just the sunlight comes beaming, and then uh, morning dew gets evaporated in your face. It's terrible. And have you lived in Florida your whole life? Yeah, yeah. I've lived in Florida my whole life. Uh, I haven't really traveled much, but I've traveled around the uh, the country a little bit. You know, like. South Carolina, Alabama, a lot of the southern states just because it's nearby. You're a southern boy. You're an eastern boy, huh? Southeast. You you never. What's the closest you've ever been to the west side? Um, I've been in Texas and Oklahoma. That's about as far as I've gone. Oh, okay, okay. Do you? Um, when I think of Florida, I think of alligators because we don't really have alligators and crocodiles out here. So like. And snakes. I, I heard something about snakes in Florida. Like, they're just... It's a problem. <laughs> like, I don't know. Someone just brought them over there. And then, like, some people will just have snakes in their pipes. Like, snakes in their toilets or something like that. Is that true? I mean, the Florida man memes are no joke. So, like, there's people here that will wrestle alligators out of their toilets. Like, it's it's crazy. It's, it's not a joke, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I, I I would not want to retire and then just fucking have a alligator eat my ass. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I mean people just you know turn into uh, corn dogs on the beach here, so Jeez. never have to go near the um, you know uh, like creeks and swamps and whatnot. Did have you ever seen like like it personally? Have you experienced? Uh, you got any stories about snakes or uh, alligators coming into your home or anything or having to fight one off? Uh, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is we, I live uh, on a farm, and I actually have a barn, and I know this is going to sound super... I swear I'm not country at all, mm-hmm. not even borderline, but yeah, in our barn one time, we had a uh, like a black racer snake, so nothing really dangerous, but it could bite you. Right, but, I mean, but not that poisonous. Yeah, and that snake, that thing is strong, and I was only about, uh, like, I was probably 17 when this happened, and I mean, that snake... I, I didn't know snakes were so strong when they want to get the hell away from you. Right. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've ever wrestled a snake before. I always like... I don't know. I'm not really that scared of snakes as I am for spiders. Uh, like, the only thing I feel like we've got to worry out here in California are um, black widows and uh, brown recluse spiders. But we do have... We do have rattlesnakes. Uh, I've occasionally ran into a couple but i've never really like they usually kind of leave you alone i've never had even a rattlesnake like rattle its fucking ass at me um but i always just think about a snake like 
dude it's got no arms it's got it's just a big worm i'll just fucking step on its head just stay you have one thing to stay away from when it comes to a snake it's just the head and that always kind of comforts me and it's like i don't know how much does it take to crush us a snake skull you know yeah, yeah I, don't really, I don't know. I haven't had to deal with it too much, but I mean, spiders are definitely uh, abundant here. I mean, I don't know if it's normal to have spiders in every part of your garage in California, but it's extremely normal and uh, usually expected in people's houses in Florida. What kind of spider is he dealing with? Uh, I mean, we have black widows in our barn, but in our garage we have like daddy long legs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those aren't really a big deal. It's the Black Widows that get me. And it's like, I fear Black Widows because I'm a young, healthy man. And I know if I get bitten by one, I'm probably not going to die. I'll be okay. But I don't know, dude. I feel like one day if I ever get old, I'm just going to be scared of Black Widows because the last thing I want to do is just be retired and then, I don't know, get fucking bit by a Black Widow and then catch COVID (laughs) and it's over, you know? It's just... Yeah, that, that'd be pretty unfortunate. <laughs> uh, what else, man? What else? Enough about fucking spiders and shit. Uh, what, uh, 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 what's your podcast about, man? I was going to plug it and say what it's about and stuff, but I, I uh, p- pardon me, I forgot the name. So I, I, I was just going to leave it to you to just kind of, you know, promote your podcast and, and explain what you're about. And I, I, listen, I listen to one episode... And it, it does kind of remind me a little bit of myself. Um, you know, you do a lot of reflecting, just out loud thoughts in your car. I think it's really cool that it's in your car. It gives a really great vibe. Hearing, you know, just traffic, like, in the background a little bit. And it's just like, yeah, you know, some people are super concerned about, oh, we got to have the best audio quality and stuff. But it's like something about driving really just... Especially when you're also driving, because I listened to your podcast when I was driving. It makes me feel very like, man, it feels like I'm in here with him and I'm doing the same shit as him. And I, and I was driving at like midnight, just like he had like a 10, 20 minute episode and I was on the way to a Denny. So it worked out perfectly. But I would say I was kind of in a in a headspace for me to not get um deep and ask the questions that you were asking. And I also have my girl with me. So we were kind of like you know chatting but i feel like your podcast is definitely great for people who are by themselves you know i feel like most podcasts are great to listen to when when you're by yourself i hate having another person there and we gotta pause it because they got like their opinion on what the other person said and it's just like man let them finish (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. well i mean yeah i think it was awesome that you uh uh said that because uh about the you know listening to it and you're alone and I think I find myself caught up in my head a lot, so, you know, it's easy to feel isolated, you know, even when you're in a world full of people, right. and I feel like that's really relatable for a lot of people, Right. but um, I just feel like, you know, when it comes to the people, like the quietest voices out there usually have the loudest opinions, and I think for if, it, if people can listen to something, not just from how a society views it or it's not like a motion picture movie where people can just say what they want and speculate and you know it's it's when you can listen to someone telling you something straight from their heart what they think and not even even what they think but what they know it just feels a little bit different to be presented with that because i I don't i was you know i had is very new to me (laughs) 
And I had looked for a lot of alternative ways to just let the world know, like, what I'm out, what I'm out here for. And podcasting is really helpful to me because you can just get a lot off your chest, uh, you know, right when it's on your mind. And, you know, that's why I named it Ramble. Oh, that's what because, it is. Because okay. I constantly can just ramble in my head. And when I think of a new thought, you know, I'll write it down in a note. And then next time I'm driving in my car, I can just touch up on that topic. That's dope. That's dope. Do you... Like, so when I made my podcast, The Suicide Logs, I definitely, like, oh, I definitely made it, I think, without looking it up to see if anyone else took the name, and I think I was just lucky that no one really thought of it, but Ramble seems very broad, and if I were to come up with that podcast, I I would kind of wonder, like, is there, do you have, like, competition for that name? Is it taken, or did you get lucky, and you're the only one with a podcast titled Ramble? You know, I didn't think about it off the bat. I was just like, you know, I'm going to name it Ramble. And uh, I didn't know if it was the only one or not. And uh, I looked it up, and it seems like it's the only one. Okay. Uh, at least only podcast, that is. I want to do, so, like, do it right now. I want to, like, look up on Spotify and then just see if it's if it's up there. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I don't want to. Yeah, I think there's, like, Ramble by the River and stuff like that. But I don't know about just Ramble. Right, right. So what do you have, like like a purpose or anything or is it mainly just for yourself like do you have a do you have what are your goals what are your goals you're a younger man i was like where where do you i hate this question dude but because i i heard this question once when i was 19 20 and when i heard it it always kind of bugged me but now that i'm older i get it a little bit more so i'm about to ask you this question where where do you see yourself in five years You know, I, I hope I see myself doing what I'm doing right now, just uh, at home, hanging out with my family and my animals, and uh, I hope that, because I'm going to be going into college, so I'm, you know, I'm going to be going for my degree, so I'll be back and forth in a dorm, and uh, living at home here and there, so, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty simple person when it comes to happiness, mm-hmm. because a lot of people think about possessions, and different things like that when it comes to happiness but like I mean I just enjoy seeing you know it, on my Instagram I posted a picture of me holding a bouquet of flowers I'll, I just went downtown one day and wanted to give people flowers that oh, was before awesome. Christmas and I just wanted people to have a good Christmas you know like people get the wrong idea of happiness and I feel like when it, when uh, for me happiness is just having others happy and you know, people are like, well, don't let people get control of you or, like, take advantage of you. And it's more about when I want to share happiness. And, like, that's just what makes it so much better for me. I never feel forced to help anybody. I just, when I naturally want to do something, I'll just do it. And it's never with ill intent, so. That's good, man. That's good to hear at a, at a younger age, too. Because when I was 20, I, I, didn't, I didn't have that in my head. I feel like I just... I, I agree. I relate. I feel like I'm like that too. But I feel like I haven't felt that about happiness not not until like two, two three years ago or something. And when I was 20, I felt my idea of happiness was just like success and having everybody know me and things like that and money. But, you know, it, it can all be taken away with just a fucking a black widow biting you. You know, it's like you could have everything in the fucking world, but then just boom. Something happens and takes it all away. And then I guess I've learned as I get older, you know, happiness is just 
you know, making sure there's no spiders in your garage and helping out other people that just like have people on your level. Like the more you feel other people that are um, doing well and stuff, the more, I guess, comfortable you feel. Because like, it, uh, I hate to say that, like it gets lonely at the top. You know what I mean? Like it's not really worth being the the most successful person or everything if everyone below you is kind of like, suffering I, I watched this documentary yesterday on instagram uh, not instagram netflix um what is it called what is it called it's about colleges and okay. and it's about like um you know how did you hear about that girl from full house Lori something and then her daughter does that ring a bell do you know what i'm talking about not really. Okay, let me look it up. Let me Google this real quick. That that Netflix documentary, college Netflix documentary. Here we go. Let's see what's it called. Operation Varsity Blues. All right, so it's about this college scandal, and so like a bunch of people would get admitted to college, but they didn't really have like the best grades. But the reason they were getting into these prestigious schools like Harvard and Stanford and stuff and UCLA, it was because like they had rich parents that made like a three to $5 million quote unquote donation. And they kind of like tweaked their, um, um, what is it? What is it called? Their application. So they like guarantee that they get into the school. And so there was this, um, something kind of happened with the girl from Full House. Like her daughter was kind of being a big mouth on YouTube about it because she didn't want to go to college, but basically her mom paid her to go to college. And like, she's just vlogging about how school is boring and she just wants to go to, to college to party and stuff. And, um, you know, regular people who didn't have rich parents got a hold of that and they started just like trying to cancel her and things like that and and saying this is not fair and that's how it kind of like put an end to that little scandal that's going on and i feel like i don't know like young people just kind of get the wrong i guess it's dying down now it's glad to hear someone like you uh gets it in their head about it but i feel like my era where i grew up in and i sometimes i still see it with my peers i see it with people i went to high school with and stuff it's just it's always all about showing that you're more successful and better than other people that like grew up around you or something so it just seems kind of like okay I I might go off on a tangent here but real quick I just like had this thought last night about how I don't really listen to rap music anymore I used to love rap I really did and don't get me wrong I still like the art of it and the creativeness in it but one thing that just kind of turns me off is like God, 90% of the stuff that is in rap is just about like, I made it out. I made it out. Look at all this money I got. I made it out. And it's just sometimes it's just, I don't see it anymore as like, wow, good for you. You're so successful. Now, as I'm a little bit more mature, I I just kind of cringe and see it and be like, ah, oh, dude, you're, you look so like you're in so much pain and you're so insecure holding all this money like to just really prove to people like damn dude you can't just make your money and move to florida and just relax like you just really have to shove it in your face like look at me look at me and i don't know where i'm from it's like everyone drives with their music playing really loud like everyone just really wants to like i don't know if it's a california thing but everyone wants the attention and i was definitely one of those people 
And now that I've like talked to more people around the world, I've kind of realized like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> and uh, I don't know, I don't know. But that, it's not just California; it's younger people. But I mean, I talked to this girl from fucking Serbia yesterday, and she's like, uh, said something about how she always wanted to go to California, and she doesn't know where it came from. It probably came from like watching movies and stuff. And I've always kind of been curious about like people's opinions on california who have never really been here so i don't know mm-hmm. you, you got anything to say about that when it comes to the topic of people like having new interest and changing their mind about things i don't know about you personally but for me i feel like there is a uh, like a metaphysical aspect to this universe i don't think everything is just physical because the argument of how powerful the human psyche could be used people don't realize like how much is actually going on in their head at once like they think it's all just physical and chemicals going back and forth but we are the only beings with a true consciousness you know and i think it's because of that and because we're the only on earth that is with a consciousness i feel like we're a little bit related to a divine figure maybe not just one figure probably an incomprehensible someone that really describes it well uh, would be stanislav Grof or Terrence, I know, maybe those names ring a bell to you. Yeah, Terrence McKenna uh, kind of rings a bell. Uh, yeah, and those guys really put it in good perspective that uh, a holy being of some sorts is not just going to be something that we can look at with our eyes. It's an incomprehensible, it's an infinitesimal uh, consciousness. It's, it's its own thing, you know? And I think we uh, embody that a lot. So I feel like if you, if you were an almighty being, and you made this entire universe, right? Mm-hmm. You'd probably get a little bit bored and lonely too. Right. Because you know that you pull everything around you, and you can spawn any idea that you have, but it's always you in the end. It's always you trying to find things that you're interested in. Right. And that doesn't sound too far off from a human life, so... I always think about that, like, we are animals, but we're kind of, we're weird animals, you know, like, there's no other animal, I don't, I don't know about fucking dolphins and bats, but it's like, I'm talking to you, and you're in Florida, you know, you're on the other side of the country, and we're communicating, and I've just been, I don't know, it's a, it's a weird thing as I get older and kind of think about it, and, uh, you, you know, I'm not really that much of a religious person, so every time I kind of, like, ponder about like where we came from and stuff i always just kind of think about like what if what if we're like half alien with the whole conscious thing that you're talking about what if i don't know what if we're just like an experiment or something it's just like humans are weird you know straight oh, up. We are. yeah we're on, we're on a theater show <laughs> we're just the we're just a whole movie happening at once that's all that it is yeah and, uh, and it's just, behind every movie there's a director so it just comes to that question: What happens, you know, at the end? Or I don't know, dude. Like, like, do you believe in reincarnation a little bit? I don't think that we get brought into this world again, but I don't think that we die per se. Okay. Because maybe it's hard for you. Maybe maybe it's hard for a lot of people to imagine that because when we get buried in the ground, our whole body starts. Uh, what's it called uh, like, you know we just get absorbed into the ground eaten by the worms yeah decomposing yeah decomposing uh, but why you know we have to pose the question why were we given this consciousness 
Yeah, what happens to their consciousness? You know, does the consciousness leave the body and enter something else? Or, like, I don't know. For most of my life, I always just thought, well, if you die, it's just like when you go to sleep. It's just black forever, you know? Um, Well, pretty interesting thing that I've read about is called holotropic states of consciousness. And that's basically how we can access these higher states of consciousness. And one way of doing this is through meditation. But sorry if it's windy out here. It's windy. Uh, no, no worries. Do you meditate? But, uh, is that is that something you regularly do? No, um, as much as I should. Right. I sort of got higher insight, uh, you know, messing around with psychedelics a little bit. Oh, I've, and, I've been meaning to ask you about that, man. I see all those photos you post of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a really big stigma behind mushrooms and... I was just curious, what's your general opinion on, like, psilocybin or, like, psychedelics? I've never done them, but, like, it's funny. I I was planning on doing them, and today might have been one of those days. It's just I never really got around to it. Um, it did scare me for a little bit, but I've, like, kind of talked to people, and I think I'm just at that point where it's like, yeah, you just you take them if you're at a good place in your head. Don't take them if you're, like, feeling bad. And it's like... Some people, like, if you if you take mushrooms with the intention to, like, get fucked up, like you're partying or something, you're going to get fucked up. But if you take it with the intentions to learn or get something out of it, you'll, you'll get that, you know? Yeah, and it's awesome that you know that because not a lot of people actually know that it really matters what mindset you're in when you go into the uh, experience. Because, I mean, you said when you were thinking about it, it scared you. And that's, that's great that it scared you because that just shows how aware you are of a human of like the changes that you may see or the things that you may see happen because people get this idea that once you do a psychedelic or you know mushrooms it's going to like make you unrecognizable to everybody again but it's not true it's just you kind of know a big dirty secret that nobody else does you know what i mean i yeah like i i was really scared you know so i had to make sure i asked a lot of people who did it i i even i watched a whole ass documentary on on netflix about it like i know the rules <laughs> you know never look in a mirror no driving um shit like that but the mirror thing uh, i had a buddy who said oh, i want to do it i want to look in the mirror because everyone says not to and he said he didn't really see anything but for me i don't know i guess like i guess i just don't i probably want to do it with my girl she really wants to do it if anything she's probably she's never done it but she's more like uh, how do I say? She's she's more motivated to do it rather than me. I don't think she's scared. And for me, I'm just like, I don't know, dude. I just don't want to do it with her. And then like something bad happens, and then it just turns into like, oh, I'm not having fun now. I got to babysit. But it's always kind of like that's always kind of the story. That's why I don't really drink. Uh, not even just with my girl, just with other people. I like to always be the guy who's like in control of the situation. Like, I don't, I don't, like, if I were to go out with a bunch of buddies and drink, nine out of ten times, it's going to turn into, oh, let's go drive somewhere. And I don't know if you want to, like, call me a pussy or whatever, but it's like, I don't, I don't want to drink and drive, period. You know, like, I just. Oh, no, definitely not a fool at all. That's just yeah. being smart. And it just, I don't know, it's just kind of the people I hang out with, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, even with drinking, too, it's just kind of like. 
it's a different thing. Like, I don't want to compare drinking to, to mushrooms and stuff like that. But, no, I mean, I, I smoke a little weed. That's about that's about the only thing that I really do that I enjoy. And I know, like, mushrooms and stuff aren't really addictive or anything. So, I don't know. I, I'm just, like, I'm not really rushing on it. It's just when it comes, yeah. it comes. Yeah, you sound like a really smart guy. So, I, I don't think you have much to worry about. You know, you sound like you know what you do and don't want to do so oh, I, I wouldn't get caught up in it but i guess but that's the thing i i'm scared that if i do anything it's just gonna i don't want to kind of like what i told the the chick yesterday i i don't want to take um like antidepressants or anything because and and that also goes with like mushrooms because it's just like i just don't want any chance like everyone's different you know everyone's wired different yeah, and i just don't want that thing like you don't know how my body's um wiring works like i don't want to just take mushrooms and then my body will just kind of be like oh let's forget english real quick i don't know (laughs) (laughs) hey you might forget english while you're tripping you never know fucking a and i just don't want to like come down and it's like i'm always high forever some people are like that you know (laughs) yeah well if i had to compare the experience i say because for me when i had the first trip and i was with my ex-girlfriend that was one of the most uh like significant moments in my entire life, one of the most memorable moments of my entire life. Mm-hmm. And it's comparable, uh, you know, another philosopher said it's comparable to like uh, the process of uh, being born into this world of, you know, having sex and then giving her birth and then dying. It's, it's all very similar. And if you compare being scared to go into the experience as being the womb inside of a woman who's, you're choking for air, trying to gasp for life. And then you yeah. get emerged into this new world as a reborn being. You're no longer part of that mother. You're, part, you're, own, you're your own being at this point. Right. And it's kind of comparable to that experience. It's sort of an awakening moment like that. Uh, do, do you know who the comedian Bill Burr is? Bill Burr. Maybe not the name, but I, I probably sound familiar. He's pretty popular. I think he was at the, the, either the Grammys or the Oscars this year. But... Uh, He's one of my favorite comedians, and he's older. He's, like, in his 50s, and he never did mushrooms. Um, and, like, all, everyone who listens to his podcast and stuff are just like, you got to do it, you got to do it. Like, like, Joe Rogan and shit are trying to tell him. And then he finally did it. And what you just described about, you know, being born again and shit was just, like, the complete opposite of what he said happened to him. He was like, yeah, just, I mean, it. It just felt like I was on edibles, but a little different. You know, the wall looked like it was moving, but it wasn't. And then I thought I had all these expectations of looking at life through another lens or something. But no, nothing happened. I just kind of got got high, and then that's it. He did say something about, like, I guess he did realize something about him. Because he's older. He's like 50. So it took him until 50 to where he took mushrooms to just kind of realize, like, my whole career of being a comedian was just like to to get attention or something like that. I don't know. He just kind of like looked back at his career and was like, "Oh wow, the things that are what the things that are what's wrong with me are what made my career in a sense." And uh, I guess that's the that's the biggest thing he got out of it. And maybe for me, maybe I just feel like I want to. Well, I never really thought of it this way, actually. I always kind of was like, I got to do it. I got to do mushrooms so I can be awakened as early as possible. But then maybe it's like, well, maybe I should like grow a little bit more and then I'll be ready to really be awakened. But I don't know. It's not like I think about it every day. 
when I took mushrooms the last time I did, it's, it definitely wasn't like a awakening moment. Usually the awakening moment only happens once and then different awakenings happen or none at all. Mm. But even that, you know, because life likes to uh, cascade itself in a little bit of, uh, you know, mystery. And definitely. when I had n- no significant experience in my last trip, that w- was what made me realize that it wasn't a trip that I needed. You know, it was stuff that I needed to work on myself, stuff that I needed to work on on my own time, not look look to a substance to help me with, you know? Exactly. And that's a that's a good thing coming out of a drug. <laughs> Exactly. That's it's. You don't hear about that very often, but yeah, that was you know. Yeah. So I think it's purely a medicine. I don't really think it's something to be messed with. Even though people obviously mess with it, you won't really hurt yourself. You know, maybe not physically, but mentally you might. But right. Do, you so know, it's, I think it's purely a medicine. What What problems do you feel like you have that you need to work on? That that this experience made you realize about yourself that you feel like you wouldn't have realized if you never did shrooms. Before I took mushrooms, I guess, I sort of was um, superficial. I I was living a life because, you know, people think that we only take with uh, what we learn from others or what we see from our environment, but we have a lot that we can learn from ourselves. You know, we have have our own personalities and our own way of interpreting things. And I guess I didn't really embrace that before I took mushrooms the first time. And then when I took mushrooms and I realized the beautiful phenomenon of life and that we're all human at the end of the day. And like, unfortunately none of us are just a special cookie. We're all the same cookie. Mm. That's when it really made me realize what I should be doing in my life and what I wanted to do. And, you know, first going into college, I I wanted to major in mycology, you know, study a plunge, I study a mushrooms. Oh, nice. And I've sort of, you know, swayed around. I don't really know exactly what I want to do, but, I'm going to get my degree and see what happens. But, you know, just sort of that kind of thing. So that that's what you're pursuing right now, fungi? Uh, well, I'm going for environmental biology because my school doesn't offer a degree in mycology. Are you, so, so are you, like, in community college right now, then you're going to transfer to a state or university, or are you on the way to a state or university? I'm, on, I'm going to a university this fall. Oh, that's cool. Which one? Like, just Florida? Like, like University of South Florida. Oh, okay. So you're next to home. I think you explained you're gonna like be going back and forth from home. Yeah, yeah. I'll have a dorm up there, but over the summers I'll be coming back home. That's really cool, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. That's a couple of years that that's an experience. Like you, regardless of the education that you're gonna get and the stepping stones that it'll help for you in life. Like I know that's important and everything, but just like living that dorm life, being in like you're not even you're not even legal to drink yet, but you will be soon. Uh, I'm not yeah. trying to tell you go fucking kill yourself partying, but it's like, um, I don't know. One thing my dad told me, like when I was at the end of high school, there was like some like end of high school party or something. And my dad was like, hey, yeah. Like every time I went out to party in high school, my dad was like, don't overdo it because there's going to be way more parties to go to in your life. And like, I don't know. Now that I'm at the age of where I'm out of college and stuff, I kind of look back at it as like, yeah, that's true, but there's nothing like a college party, you know? And I don't know how things are with, like, COVID. Well, you're in Florida. They act like that shit don't exist, so I think you should be cool. Yep. But, um, yeah, just enjoy it, man. Just enjoy, like, uh, even if you join a frat or whatever, even partying with frat people, like, 
It's just, it's something that I didn't really experience as much because I never went to a state or university. I just, I just went to community college for a, a couple of years and then I just went straight to working. And then um, I was going to ask you something about fucking psychedelics, I think. God damn it. Uh, anyway, I don't know. I fucking, I had so many, my mind's always racing. I always get this point in the podcast where I like zone out or something. Like I, I'm trying too hard to remember what I wanted to ask you. And then I just get Definitely dead. Related. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, it's just, uh, that's that kind of experience. But I think the more that you learn in life, you know, the sadder it can get because you kind of just understand things for what they are. Yeah. So, I know I'm young, and I know I have, a, like, my whole life to live ahead of me, but it's really hard, you know, trying to live life without being so curious, and then, you know, taking that curiosity too far, I guess. Right. I, I, I remember what I was going to say now. <laughs> back to Back to mushrooms and stuff like that. I guess, kind of like what you were saying earlier with your first time of doing anything, getting drunk or whatever, it's like, it. it's always a memory that you're going to like remember for a while if it's your first time doing something and one right. thing that kind of scares me about mushrooms is just like kind of i think i guess i kind of said it earlier it's just like i don't want i don't want to like be on mushrooms and then get a call that like oh my dad's dead you know like that would just be the worst fucking thing ever if i were to like all right i'm gonna do it we're gonna we're gonna enlighten and then boom like i'm a fucking busy guy and it's very rare where I just get a day where no one's fucking bugging me about, hey, did you do this? Did you do that? And I would hate to just, like, be fucking high and someone's telling me, like, to set, I don't know, this appointment and that or I had a podcast to do. I don't know. Well, who knows? I, I've, all, I've even planned on doing the podcast on Shrooms for the first time. But I just... Yeah, I just, like, that's something that kind of worries me about doing it. Like, I would legitimately want, like, to just throw my phone away and just make sure I'm all right, make sure I'm healthy, and just lock myself in a room full of pillows and then just, I don't know, play some music or whatever. But I would hate to just, like, okay, it's my first time taking mushrooms, and then my mom's calling me, can you take the dog to, no, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my mom called me when I was sure that was pretty bad. Dude, one time, do you know what Molly is? Yeah, yeah, I've never done it. I've actually never done anything but shrimps and weed. So. Okay. Oh, you've never even drank, huh? Following the oh, rules. Drink. Oh, drink. Uh, yeah, drinking, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really much of a drinker. I don't, I don't glorify it, really. Uh, but I think uh, maybe the second time I did Molly, the second and last time I did Molly, and this is the reason why I did it. Or why I stopped after that. Because I was having fun. I was having a good time. But I was having too much fucking fun. And like I'm out. I don't even know. I'm like at. I don't even know dude. All I remember was just running through a parking lot. Barefoot. Super dangerous. And I was 20. I was your age when I did this. And it's nighttime. I'm just running through this parking lot with my shoes off. Just feeling like the Kool-Aid man dude. I just felt like I could run through a fucking wall. And... The night goes on, the night goes on, I'm fucking hanging out with people and stuff, and then my mom's just calling me, because I'm like, I'm 20, and I just had this feeling at 20 of like, I'm 20, I'm an adult, I could do whatever the fuck I want, and my mom's calling me, and I'm just like, bro, I'm, leave me alone, so I think I remember, I answered the phone and just straight up told my mom to shut up, 
and hung up and then never answered the phone again. Then she left me a, nas- a nasty voicemail about like, don't ever come back home. And then um, I think the next day, like I, I came back home <laughs> and then we, <laughs> she, she just, no, I, I didn't, even, I don't even, I don't even know if I apologize. Like I didn't tell my mom I was on Molly or anything. I was just like, mom, I'm having fun. All right. I'm 20. I'm partying and shit. And then my mom was like, to you, you're 20. To me, you're only 20. And then after a while, I just started reflecting. I was like, yeah, I was kind of out of pocket. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I just, like, I felt like I hurt my, I, I felt like I hurt my mom's feelings. So I just, I just didn't want it. And then I just started worrying about, like, ah, doing Molly's probably, like, not healthy for you. And uh, I didn't really have that, like, come down. Apparently, like, when you take Molly, you just feel, like, super depressed the next day because your brain uses all the serotonin. It was just more of, like, I don't even think I was depressed. I think I was just fucking angry, just like in a, like my fucking mom. And all these people are just like telling me what to do. And then I went to a Denny's and just like just hung out. I think I think it was like Halloween. And then or like the day before Halloween. And then the next day I just I kind of went trick or treating, like trick or treating as an adult, like just just walked around and tried to get whatever candy I could, just being a fucking dork. And, uh, yeah, that's why, I, that's why I don't do that anymore. It's not really, uh, don't think it's very good for you. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Did you have uh, any pets or anything over in California? Yeah, I, yeah, I heard you had animals, too. I was curious about that. Um, I'm a dog guy. I just got, like, well, so we just brought my, my girl's dog into the house. Um, but this dog is, like, almost seven years old, so I've been around her life like since she was born but now she's like officially living with me i he i don't know if you can hear her right now she's walking in here woke up like i guess like her um the last people who had her they would take her out to fucking shit at four in the morning but i don't wake up at four in the morning so today i just woke up like what the fuck is that smell like this dog smells like shit and then i i get up and it's just there's shit on the floor and that's a new thing for me. Not really new, but more of like, damn, it's been a while since I felt that because I had a dog before. Uh, this dog is kind of a mix. It's just like a mutt, uh, like a white chihuahua, but like terrier kind of dog. So it's like a chihuahua, but like a bigger chihuahua with longer hair. And then I had I had a bulldog. I had an English bulldog for about six years, and he just died out of nowhere. That shit was really like, that's another thing, you know, like. I was glad I wasn't high or anything when my dog died because it was, like, pretty traumatic. And I always think, like, yeah, dude, like, if I were to be on mushrooms and my dog were to die in my arms, I don't think I'd ever be the same. And then um, I've had a boxer. That was, like, my first dog. And then my parents also have a boxer that I see every now and then, but he doesn't live with me. Uh, So, yeah, I'm a dog guy. I've always kind of wanted a cat. Uh, but I just haven't gotten around to, well, actually, no, I never really liked cats. I had a bad experience once, this fucking cat slashed me, uh, for the first time I ever, like, had a cat, I I was in the Philippines, and I was like, this cat is gonna be my buddy, and I'd carry him around, and just one day, I carried him, and he didn't want to be carried, and he just slashed my hands up, and so, I was probably, like, 10 years old, and ever since then, I don't really trust cats. Um... I've wanted a turtle. I've wanted a turtle, but uh, growing up, my dad was like, "Yeah, you don't want a turtle because turtles make your life slow." 
But now that I'm older, I'm like, let's get a turtle. Let's slow life down. Why do I want to keep speeding <laughs> yeah, through life? I want to slow life. But uh, what about you? What kind of animals you got, man? Alright, uh, so we got like, we got about 12 crocodiles. Yeah, no crocodiles. <laughs> we got two inside dogs, two outside dogs, four inside cats, one outside cat. Um, we got two horses, we have chickens, we have a pig. Um, uh, we just, me and my cousin just recently got into uh, fish keeping, so we got some beta fish, we got. Uh, some interesting fish up there, yeah. Oh, beta fish. Those are the fighter fish, right? The black ones? Uh, they vary in color, but yeah, that is the fighting fish, yeah. Yeah, I, I used to have a couple of those. My, my dad, uh, I had a fish tank growing up, but I guess I just never really considered fish a pet. I kind of saw them more as decoration. <laughs> I mean, uh, so, so many people think that they're just decorations. <laughs> yeah, but I guess when you own a fish tank and shit, it is kind of like having a pet. You got to clean the tank. You gotta fucking feed him and shit like that. Um, do you know what a you know what a convict fish is? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's what I grew up with. Those are like I love those fish. They last forever. They look. I love the colors. They're sweet looking. Um, what? A, uh, so like, what? What kind? What kind of dogs do you have? Like, what are the inside dogs and what are the outside dogs? Uh, we got a Chihuahua inside and uh, also a. Uh I don't even know what the hell kind of dog the other one is. <laughs> <laughs> what, not, my own thing there is I don't have to really watch it much, but right. and, uh, our outside dog, I have my dog named Zoe, but she she was a mutt, so I don't really know what kind of dog she is. Maybe like a Jack Russell mix. The mutt and dogs are the have, best because they, they live longer. Yeah, she's about 12 years old now, so she's been oh, around wow. for quite a bit. And they don't, they don't need, like my bulldog, he... I, I bought him for like 1200 and then I spent more money taking him to the hospital and surgeries than it cost to buy him. And he only lasted he only lasted six years, but he was so fucking cute. And like this dog that I have right now, like you don't have to do it. I think he just got she just got her shots and that's about it. This is also the first female dog I've had. And it's like, wow, I see the difference. Like boy dogs love to play fetch and catch and sh- and and play with toys and tug of war and shit like that this this female dog just wants to be cuddled and pet and i'm not used to that yeah i hear that and then uh last dog we had outside with iskra and she's a uh belgian malinois she like knows some good commands like she got trained so it's pretty cool oh nice what what determines if a cat is an indoor cat or an outdoor cat? Like, what made you decide, oh, this one's going to be the one inside and these are going to be the ones outside? Uh, so our outside cat, his name's Smitty, and we've had him for a few years, and actually I have a tattoo of him on my thigh. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. And uh, I just got, he's, he's one of the like, nicest cats you'll ever meet, and I mean, we when we moved to, uh, before we moved to the house we're at now, we lived in kind of a, a little bit more of a ghetto neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, this cat, whenever we walked our dogs, would just walk with us. And uh, eventually, he just started. We left food bowls outside for him to eat, and he would come by and eat all the time. And when we moved, we were like, "Well, let's take the cat with us." So <laughs> we just keep this uh, stray cat outside and uh, made it our own. That's what I'm looking for, dude. I'm looking for a cat in this neighborhood because I had just moved into this house maybe like a month ago, 
and uh so I'm, I'm like looking i'm scoping out for cats because we when i lived in an apartment before this house and there was this cat that would always be out we'd feed him and she she would follow us around but she had she had a collar and then i met her owner and i was like this is your cat i, I we hang out <laughs> uh, but yeah part of me like when i was moving crazy i was um filling up the truck with our stuff on like one of the last days of me living at the apartment and i just see that that same cat just on top of the truck and it just looked like he doesn't want me to, or she doesn't want me to leave and a part of me was like let me i'm gonna steal this cat but no nah, i didn't want to do that <laughs> yeah so. that's pretty cool yeah the weirdest animal i've ever stumbled upon was a random pig and it was actually someone's pig and that was pretty odd wait do you do you have a pig yeah oh you gotta send me a picture of him I gotta look at that. It's like, so what's with the farm, dude? Is that like what your family does? Are you rich? Like, is is it common in Florida to have a farm? Um. Well, so my dad got divorced a little bit ago. When my mom married my stepdad, uh, this was a house he originally built. We just weren't living here in the beginning, mm-hmm. and we once it got renovated enough, we eventually moved out here, and there was already the the, the barn out here and whatnot. So. I mean, he was kind of already just, like, living out here. Um, but normally, like, before I lived out here, I lived more in the city more, in, like, in an apartment with my dad. Um, townhouse. You know, there's a lot of, like, condos and stuff in Florida, so. Yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, gated communities and whatnot. Nice. So you've never been out the country? You've just kind of been around the east, uh, southeast? I've been to Slovakia when I was a baby. But uh, that's about it. I don't really remember it too much. But, yeah, that's the only time I've ever gone out of country. Oh, okay. If you could visit, like, other places around the world, like, where would you want to go? It could even be California. Fuck. But do you have, like, a place in mind where you would kind of be like, if I don't go here before I die, I'd be pretty bummed? (laughs) Yeah, maybe France, you know. I want to have a a French girlfriend. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) What if she's what if she's French but she's shitty, you know? <laughs> that's that's the cool part, you know, because she can just like smoke her cigarette outside while I'm hanging out with the boys or something. Mm, so it's just like, what do you just like the culture of France or something? I think uh, you know, I actually like the like the French culture, and I also like the Spanish culture a lot. And maybe it's because it's more like the love language to me, and like I just love the music. I, I think like the I don't know, like the whole scene of. Uh, France is beautiful to me, and I've, oh yeah, you know what, I've actually, I have been somewhere else, I forgot, I went on a cruise to Mexico. Oh, me too. Where'd you go, Ensenada? Uh, I went to, uh, Cosmo. Oh, okay, okay. Do, do you know the band, uh, Gojira? They're from France. Gojira. You gotta... No, but you, you gotta, you gotta DM me the name, because I'll definitely be interested. Oh yeah, dude, they're my favorite band. I, I suck their dick all the time on the podcast. I feel like every time I mention them, people just get tired of me mentioning them. But, like, they are, like, I found out about them a couple of years ago. And I, I like, I don't know about you, like, if you like heavy metal or not. But, like, I like metal. Um, just a stereotypical growing up, like, it was very basic. Just, like, Slayer, Slipknot, a little Metallica, not too crazy about them. But then I fucking found out about this band and I just have like a new love for metal. And it is just like, like, so they're from France, but all of their lyrics are in English. But their name is Gojira, which is Japanese for Godzilla. And so like, there's like this video 
I'll send you this video. Like it's like they're really good live too, and I even got to see them live uh, before this COVID shit happened. And it's like I don't know. One of the top comments was like, "Man, you ever think about it? This is a French band with a Japanese name performing songs in English, and they were performing it all in fucking Poland." <laughs> and everyone was just yeah, going it was just like such a mix but uh yeah i'll send them to you you let me know what you think um what else was it? yeah france i guess i would want like what you were talking about with like the love language and stuff like that it's funny someone said it yesterday too about like yeah you should learn spanish because spanish is just such a beautiful language and things like that and i guess i never really thought of it that way of like oh let me try and be a part of this culture like learn a language or anything because i guess a part of me maybe maybe it'd be a little bit easier for you because you, you're, you're pretty white and i'm an asian man uh and i have heard some things about france i heard they're pretty racist in france i don't know how true that is but i, I don't even know exactly where i hear that but i guess i just feel like for me and how i look to the world it's it uh it's always just kind of been a like Oh, let me stay in my lane kind of thing. Like, I wouldn't want to learn Spanish because uh, it, it wasn't me. But now I'm starting to lean towards how fucking cool would it be if I just dished out some Spanish and I look like this Asian guy. Uh, so I, I guess I'm just starting to get a little bit more confident in that. But before, it would always just kind of be like, I, I, I don't know. I just felt like I wouldn't be accepted in other people's cultures and stuff. But it's like, my girl's Mexican, and her whole family fucking speaks Spanish. And, like, they love me. But I guess I'm still just, like, always self-conscious about, like, oh, maybe they don't really like me. Maybe they'd like me better if I was Mexican or something. But, um... I think maybe it's the way I was raised too, because my parents did speak another language, but they never taught it to me. They just always spoke to me in English, and they never bothered to teach me the other language. So, the way I grew up, it, 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 the way how I thought of it was like, if it's not in English, it's not for me. It's none of my business. So, like yeah i just kind of had that mentality for most of my life and like if you see me and you clearly know that i don't speak spanish or something but then you start speaking spanish to all the people around you i uh, just kind of feel like not included and just feel like oh maybe they don't care to have me in the conversation <laughs> but maybe one day i'll just speak spanish and then they'll be like oh look we can include them <laughs> and you just gotta start talking to them and you know start softening them up a little bit yeah it's just I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm still working on my English. Like, it went through my head today. You're younger than me, but I'm almost like uh, jealous wouldn't be the right word. Just more of like embarrassed of myself. Like, you, you seem to speak. Uh, I mean, you, you, you kind of took it away when you called me smart. But I was thinking, damn, this guy is really smart for 20. And I was dumb as fuck at 20. And now, I don't know. I felt like his speech was better than mine. Or your speech is better than mine. And it made me feel like damn who, who am i to think of speaking another language i gotta fucking brush up my english a little bit more but english is supposed to be the hardest language i don't know yeah yeah sir pat yourself on the bat a little bit <laughs> yeah i know one language and it's the hardest one and it is the most important one i like no no bias but i do think if i could have only one language to learn it would definitely be english yeah probably yeah but anyways, man, anything else you want to share? I mean, we're almost at an hour here. Yeah, yeah, let me think. Um, real quick, you didn't really uh, uh, tell me what was um, 
podcasting. All right, here we go. This is my third attempt at explaining it to someone this week. Um, basically, I have thought about killing myself when I was maybe right around your age. Is kind of where I kind of stopped thinking about it, but I always just kind of like pay homage to the old person I was when I was just like really depressed um and even having thoughts of suicide and like not saying that i'm completely over it i i'll still have days where i'll definitely get on the podcast and be like yeah kind of feeling like killing myself not gonna do it we'll see how it goes you know so that's the whole main objective of this podcast is to just kind of like distract myself from i don't know intrusive thoughts just feeling like uh kind of like what i was saying about the language thing i don't know maybe i just don't have like uh high confidence or like i've got low confidence and that could kind of like add to my self-diagnosed depression and anxiety and things like that but uh as i do the show like it's not really like i I feel fine i do feel fine and i'm like on day three straight of doing the podcast and having a guest back to back like i've never really done this and it's not on my mind at all like i'm i'm excited to talk to people like you and stuff like that so it's like yeah i want to thank you for like keeping my mind off you know being sad but it's like i guess i never really think about it unless somebody asks me so that that's why i kind of think about i don't know it's called suicide logs because it's just like i'm logging in my my suicide you know just kind of like a um if i were to ever do it because you never know i might take mushrooms and the wiring in my brain was like yeah you got to kill yourself that's the answer and then i do it and then you just have all of these episodes to just kind of like you know like i if i were to ever die i wouldn't want like regardless of killing myself or just a car accident or anything i would want like I would want the truth out. I would want my 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 honest self out, and I I would hate to because there's a lot of people on the internet that don't really make their presence known. They're very private, and I understand that. But I also understand like you you have to put some information to kind of like fight for yourself. Like, what if you die and you never really like expressed yourself to people? So all you have is your friends and family to rely on to like spread your message of who you were and i don't know about you but like in my like i do not trust my family or anyone around me like my well i do i do but i would want it i i would want me to explain me you know yeah well i think that um that may feel like a big curse to you just know that it's a really big blessing to us around you because at the end of the day you probably have probably you probably experienced pretty bad thoughts and there's people out in this world that have lived their whole life nonchalantly never having to deal with that but those people that do confront the same thoughts that you face at least they have someone to relate to you know exactly and that's why i i do the podcast because i think um you know i don't have to do this i don't have to you know set up my program and upload it to the internet for it to share but um you know, with the with the people who do reach out to me, it's it's very surprising that you know people can relate and things like that, and it, it makes me feel proud of myself. Like, oh wow, look who you influenced around the world just by having thoughts. And I'm sure that, that that's why I, I like your podcast and wanted you to be on because it's like we kind of do the same thing. You know, I just um, real sees real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, man, appreciate it, Romeo. Oh, that's another thing too. I don't think I've ever, I've only had one person that I met in my life named Romeo. And that guy, oh, was it Romeo? Ah, uh, whatever. There was, there, yeah, you're like the second Romeo I've ever met in my life. I think, oh, try, oh, Maurice. There was a Romeo and then I knew a Maurice. And Maurice is kind of a uncommon name and i remember maurice because he was bullying me and i kicked him in the fucking dick in like kindergarten or something <laughs> but I don't, I don't think i did anything to romeo so my track record for being mean to romeo guys is pretty good <laughs> you know it was, it was a really big pleasure being on your show and uh you know i think you uh you do a lot of good for the world just doing this so yes sir thank you it it, it really means a lot and uh, keep doing your show. I will uh, tune in. And hey, if you want me on it, you you just hit me up. You know where to find me. Yes, sir. Likewise. All right, man. Take care. Have a great day in Florida. Stay away from them fucking gators and snakes, boy. For sure. Good talking. All right, man. I'll send you that Gojira. All right, man. There we go. The man from Florida. Let's take a woo saw, man. That was a lot. That was a lot, dude. Oh, I didn't get to tell old Romeo what a woosah is. What a good kid. Can I call him kid since I'm six years older than him? I don't know. I just feel like a six years difference in age is like a lot. You know, I'm not saying that like when you're 20 or something, you're, you're completely dumb. It's just weird. It's just weird. I'm at this stage at life. That there are people that feel like much younger than me, but at the same time, they're like on the same level as me. Um, you know, when you're 20 and you're six years older than like somebody, if you're 20, you're, you're talking to a 14 year old. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference between a 20 year old talking to a 14 year old and a 26 year old talking to a 20 year old. Ah. Uh. What is there? You know what's crazy, dude? We're going down the fucking line even more. We had a 41-year-old, 22-year-old, and 20-year-old. 20, 20 just straight up 20-year-old. And I'm not going to lie. There is somebody who's also from... Are they from Serbia? I don't know if they're from fucking Serbia or the Netherlands. But he's 16. And I mentioned it earlier on the podcast. But um, keep in touch. I fucking forgot his name. My apologies. But yeah, man. That's, that's the show. Uh, you know where to find me at the Suicide Logs podcast. The Pickles and Vodka podcast, they canceled on me. They said they uh, their depression was catching up to the... Oh, shit. I don't know if that was, like, appropriate to share. I think it is appropriate to share because if you listen to their podcast, they talk about, like, their mental health problems and things like that. So I, I, I hope I'm okay with that. So I'm just kind of waiting on her to reach out back to me. Tomorrow, we have the Man's Tools podcast. So be nice to talk to people who seem like they have their shit together um and we got we got a former special forces military guy listening to the podcast and you know he said if he liked the podcast he'd 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 be uh interested in doing that so that's a little peek in the fucking emails That's what it sounds like, dude. It's just busy, busy, busy. But I'm handling it, and being busy is better than being bored. So catch you guys later, man. Have a great 
fucking life. Hey, we're gonna hit you with the bars real quick. Hey, quarantine life, but my flow still sick. If I had a mate, I have a make your lemonade, and I don't need to get laid, so don't be afraid. Girl, I get paid, but I'm in pain. Kinda like Wayne, first name Bruce. Where the hell's I made with a goddamn juice? Every day's the same, deja vu. Bring in the wine, yeah, bring in the zan. Pump up my songs, yeah, let's do a dance. You the kind of girl that made me cancel my plans. You the only girl I let a pay for only fans. Driving.